0: Welcome to the Point in Progress podcast, episode 10. That's right. We made it to 10. Your one-stop shop for news, recommendations, and some spicy takes. Join five friends across three time zones and two countries every week as we discuss all things we love while still thinking critically about them. I am your host this week, Mario Rivera. I am, of course, joined by everyone that you love so much, Uh, starting with uh, the person uh, above me. Sly, how's it going? (laughs)
1: going all right how are you
0: doing i'm doing well i'm I, i'm having a good time the spaghetti is spicy here it's so good i'm having a good time all right
2: yeah good to hear it
0: no that's good that's good uh across from you of course hey, hey uh Fi- hold on my i look at yeah. fiona hey how's it going
2: you're looking the wrong way dude uh,
0: hey fiona how you doing
2: for the people who are, like, listening to this podcast, Mario's looking around the cameras, like, on the actual screen. You'll have to check it out on YouTube, guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, just to give you a, a, a what we see here, Mario is currently live at a de Beppo. Yes, I am, I'm yes. currently at a de Beppo. I, I rented the whole place out, so that way yeah. I could just enjoy the Pope table by myself. The Pope uh, thing Ooh. is right across from yeah. me, so. Yeah, we're yeah. now sponsored by the Vatican. Um, we we're, were sponsored by the Vatican. They gave me the shirt, uh, which was also really nice. Uh, speaking of course is uh, no longer un, uh, Venom Unfit Snake. Uh, who are you? I I am now the man formerly known as Venom Unfit Snake. Um, I I changed my name to Kestrel One A. I wanted Kestrel A One because I say that everything is A One, but some uh, fucking asshole said, you know what? I'm going to take this name and do absolutely nothing
2: with it. So what now I'm Kestrel One A.
0: What if you i didn't want to do i didn't want to do any kind of like Why underscore or any, any kind of
2: symbols or anything <laughs> 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 while uh
3: while
0: frank uh figures out how to change his name again uh i'm gonna go right to the uh, the man in the middle harv how you doing harv uh,
3: i'm doing well i'm doing well this episode's okay, got we- energy it oh, does
0: it does
3: here. holy <laughs> shit there's a dog in this book <laughs> someone let a dog into this book <laughs> oh my god oh, i'm doing well i'm doing well it's been a long week but here we are here we are
0: good i was happy to, to be with everybody i missed you all uh it's been a long week and uh yeah i wish we were all here together uh I, you know at book at a beppo uh, one day one day we'll we got to do it
3: is it just a yeah. fancy Olive Garden? It's, it's literally just a fancy <laughs> It's
0: Olive <a 100% laughs> Garden. It's definitely a step up from Olive Garden. But okay. it's just a fancy Olive Garden. That's right. Uh, so, uh, just want to do sort of like a housekeeping uh, right when we start uh, right now. Uh, so far, it looks like there's going to be a Overwatch charity tournament. I believe, uh, Harv, you have the deets on that?
3: So yeah, so we have an Overwatch charity tournament coming up uh, this weekend. Obviously, when you guys re uh, hear this or listen to it, uh, the first weekend will be over for the charity tournament. But this, but they're having it for the next two weekends, or uh, yeah, two weekends after this as well. Okay. So there are f- about five teams playing. Uh, it's all for charity. Let me get the charity for a quick second. It is the stop AAPI hate. Uh, charity that we're doing uh that we're raising money for this is all run by billy the door which is a kfbf uh as everybody probably knows and uh this is the third tournament that that they've uh they've ran and uh this is all about overwatch so we got about 25 people or so uh that joined in and uh yeah i'm really really excited really
0: no, excited i'm excited if so i'm happy i'll watch you know I, my, my invite you know i got lost in the mail but you know it's it's totally cool. Uh, maybe uh,
3: maybe got lost that buco to pepo. I don't know. Maybe that, that dog yeah. ate it. It's maybe the dog ate it.
0: <laughs> dog ate your invite. Yeah, that dog. That oh, goddamn it. I knew I shouldn't have rented out this buco the pepo. You know, I'm, I'm sort of sleeping here too. It's really bad. Um, also, uh, really quickly, I did want to mention that I uh, was also on the Nerdic uh, podcast where I got to guest with uh, the people over there. Really sweet. Uh, that video should be live by the time this video comes out. So check out the description down below. It should be there as well. Um, but, uh, while we're at it, uh, let's do a little bit of, uh, the checkpoint. Well, what do you guys have been playing this, uh, week? Uh, I'm actually going to go ahead and drop it straight over to Frank. Frank, what have you been doing? I've been playing that good old fashioned overlook. It's pretty good. Uh, obviously I've been playing with my friends, uh, Harv and Fee here. Uh, we've been crushing it, destroying these people, just showing them, who's who, what's what obviously getting ready for the tournament uh me and fear on a team whereas harv's got his own uh team full of other people um uh funny enough mario we actually uh, on our team uh ours and fee we have um we have uh nerf alice the one who did your art i believe oh i love Nerf alice she's the, yeah. uh, the greatest i believe she's our damage dealer but i could be wrong on that don't quote me on that That's but cool. uh yeah we have nerf alice on the on our team um yeah, it's it's going to be fun. Uh I I these Harv and 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 his friends and Fee, we we they've definitely reignited my love of Overwatch. Um I hated it before and I think I've even said on the podcast I absolutely loathe Overwatch, but with an actual team and people who know what they're doing, the game is actually a lot of fun. Um on top of that, I've been playing some loop hero. By god, um shocking, I don't know why shocking. I don't I don't know. I, it was just a random like, you know what I want to screw around with this game for 10 minutes and it's 10 minutes turned into 30 hours um that game is insanely fun uh <laughs> it's it's um it's it, it's weird because i i didn't the reason why i didn't want to play it is because i didn't want to necessarily learn any new mechanics like it's like learning a card game almost when you kind of learn a new game especially like a roguelike or any kind of rpg um but the reason why i decided to play it was just because i heard it was pretty easy to get into and it is you can technically get what's kind of going on within 20 minutes and you know it it allows you to experiment more and more you can't really lose in the game you you die and lose items but you can't you're not necessarily gonna like if you die a certain amount of times and the game's over stuff like that no um the game wants you to experiment the game wants you to try new things every loop I even tried to do a loop of just nothing but villages just to see what happened, and I couldn't get it. But it, it allows you to do that, and that freedom of exploration, and just the amount of expandability you get within the gameplay, where where you can craft items, you can add new things to your town, stuff like that. It's 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 really fun. Like I don't want to say it now, but I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it for right now, and that is at least right now at this point, it's my favorite game of this year. That's that's actually pretty crazy because, yeah, I think it might also be my favorite. And uh, I want to blame Fiona for that, for introducing mm. uh, this game really to us, uh, especially, I believe, because you also gifted me, the, whoever gifted me the copy, I think it was... I got you, it right? for you. Oh, you right, it, so you? I bought you a copy. Got it. Uh, Fee bought Harv a copy. Got it. I think I bought my copy. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm still getting to it. I'm still getting to it. At some point, I'm, I want to play it. It's just... I've just been overwatching the entire time or overlooking as, as Frank says. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so like, I, I've got to get to it at some point, which I'm hoping for next week because I do want to still start Resident Evil seven. So mm-hmm. anyways,
0: no, for sure. And again, like I said, thank you Fee, for introducing us to this game because now yeah, thank is you for
3: my front runner for the best thing this year.
0: Yeah. That's basically okay. it for me. Okay. Uh, Harb, what have you been playing?
3: <laughs> i've been playing a lot of overwatch <laughs> like insane insane amount i watched owl for the first time today yeah which was a lot of fun how was that because it's dude these these players are just like my god these players are
0: so good they're, they're nuts they're so man good. some of these players are are like, insane
3: i just i just don't understand some of the movement and stuff like that but like i, I want to start understanding how this whole league works that kind of type of thing, and I'm just having so much fun just watching. Because once you get like, once you start getting addicted to something, or like w- like watching like a sport in a way, or like playing one like a sport. Let's just say like you're playing hockey for example, or basketball. You want to start watching better players try to be better as well. So that's yeah, you want to like emulate them a little bit. Yeah, because that's kind of where I'm at, right? And I'm glad that I picked a character that is used mostly yeah. in there. That's not a shot at you, just <laughs> damn <laughs> that's that was not a shot at me she like, can't believe you, you do just said that death, st- death stare
0: <laughs> can't believe you just said that no you're right but, though um, you're yeah. right and we can get tactics off of them you know what i mean yeah that's the cool thing about playing a game as long as we have and just building like and staying with your own teams it's just like we, we we're we're building like tactics now and we're doing crazy shit like if you want to talk about that one t- tactic we do on antarctica <laughs>
3: Oh, yeah, in in, in Voskaya, it's just like one of the the levels is just like flank the other team on the left-hand side and get to the point where they have no idea that we even did it at all. And it's so much fun to do, like those kind of things. Um, This weekend, I am going to be playing a new game, which I'm really excited for, which is First Class Trouble. Uh, And that's that's kind of like an Among Us game with a Bioshock-ish art style. Mm Mm-hmm. (coughs) <coughs> bioshock ultimate is it ultimate yeah i would that say would've... yeah but just regular
0: bioshock infinite. honestly infinite. Infinite.
3: infinite infinite yeah i can or see infinite. that yeah. wow kind of type thing right yeah. uh it's like an among us kind of game which i'm really really excited about it's something new and it's something a little different and then hopefully next week i'm going to be starting resident evil 7 again finishing it before resident evil 8 because i know those two games are interconnected they pretty much happened almost like it seems like almost right after each other or at least a little bit
0: uh after. about a year or so about a year, a year so. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
3: so that's 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 my plan for the next little while
0: very cool very cool uh i'm gonna go straight to slide because this is this is great uh i reviewed the game <laughs> that they have played and i'm very curious they what they think yeah
1: yeah so i picked up twin mirror recently because it's been on sale and i'm I'm a huge Don't Nod fan. Like, I've just really enjoyed all of their games. Their storytelling just really vibes with me. Um, I've been enjoying it. I wouldn't say it's a perfect game, obviously. It's, you know, some of it's kind of janky, but that's kind of <laughs> the charm of Don't Nod games, is they're kind of janky. Uh... The only like real problem I had with it is Mario will know what I'm talking about probably. The um sequence when you're in a hallway trying to navigate through the doors, uh, just does not control well, and that was really frustrating for me. But so far, um, for anybody who's played it, I just got to investigating the crash scene. So I haven't gone through that yet. Um, But so far, the story's pretty intriguing. It's been fun to kinda suss out the relationships. Um, I'm enjoying it. I wouldn't say it's necessarily an amazing game, but it fits my vibe and I've been really liking it.
0: Yeah, that's actually, it's funny you say the uh, car crash stuff because that's where my demo ended when I did the preview. And that's what I was like the highest on that game of like, where could this story go? But it's actually, I believe after that, uh, where I, in my opinion, I think the game takes a not so great turn. And uh, I really wanted them to flesh out those characters and motivations and stuff that was possibly happening, especially with the other. Um, But yeah, Mm I, I'm curious what you feel after you finish the game. Um, Like I said, I don't think it's personally my favorite. Um, but I at very least like their attempt. I do think it's the, one of the prettier games that they've released, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited to see what they do later, for sure. Um, but for now, yeah, I think Twin Mirror is just an okay game, and if, if you get it on sale, it's like, you could do worse, to be honest. So,
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, I mean, obviously, I read through your review, and you weren't so high on it. Um, so I'm excited to see how I feel about it. But yeah, like I loved the art style of Tell Me Why. Obviously, it's one of my favorite games. I just love that game in general. But Twin Mirror is so pretty, and I really like what they did with the different worlds and just the art styles of both. I I think it's a really pretty game. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, before I switch over to Fee, I do want to ask because you were not here the week that the new uh, Life is Strange game was announced. What's your thoughts on those? Especially that it's not a Donod game.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I'm curious to see where it goes. You know, I've really enjoyed all of Donod's games so far. I like that universe. It has a really deep connection to me being in college. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know the story, I played Life is Strange, my first term of college as a group of about it grew to about 25 people at the max. It, over the course of a week, we played one episode every night. And that's where I met some of, like, my best friends. And so I have a really deep emotional connection to the universe. Um, So, you know, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think uh, there's real potential to do great, but there's also real potential to kind of mess that up so i hope it's good i never want anything to be bad but we'll see we'll see
0: not for sure i think uh, it'd be kind of cool though if you wanted after you finish twin mirror if you wanted to do a video just me and you talking about it because i am very much very interested in other people that have played it um okay great uh was there anything else or
1: pretty much twin mirror taking up your time i've been working on an audition for something Okay. Um I don't want to talk too much about that until, you know, I'm done with that. But yeah, I've been working on auditioning for something, so that's been most of my time.
0: Are you also auditioning for Chicago PD? <laughs> That's the that's in Chicago. (laughs) That's that's the meme here in Chicago because everybody's on that fucking show. Everybody's got a story of somebody like of like their grandfather or like uncle or something like that being on that show. Yeah. Of
1: any of the Chicago shows, the one I would least want to be on is PD. But (laughs) 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 if it was which one would you want to be on?
0: Okay, fire. I want to be there.
1: My favorite med is okay, and I just I don't like PD.
0: I just want to be the bloated corpse at the morgue that they have to like go look at and be like, he died because he ate too much, but really, he has a bullet in his chest or something. I don't know. I just want to be that guy. It looks like Uh, a bullet wound to me. (laughs) (laughs) Or is it a bean? I'm not sure. Uh, (laughs) I am uh, happy that you are uh, playing the new donut game. Uh, But Fee, what, what have you been doing? I'm very curious.
2: Well other than um perpetually still trying to get over the final chapter of attack on titan that came out last week um i've been also playing overwatch and even though harv decided to shade me about owl because they won't (laughs) no one played my main so that was a little bit rough to see um (laughs) but now i need to realize i need to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to play some of the other ones. Like, because I'm mostly a healer, like I'm a support. And so that's been a whole, it's been a lot of fun. Like, honestly, like when I first started, I was definitely like concerned of how I was playing because everyone else had experience playing the game or with shooters. I don't very much have that. If you guys have been actually listening to the podcast for the past 10 weeks at this point, um, I typically don't play games like this. So um just starting it up and making a whole lot of like a bunch of new friends has been really great. Um I also played a a JRPG called Yves 8. Um It's something. It's uh it's really something. It's a, it's, a video game. It's a video game. Um I don't like strictly because Harv said I wasn't going to finish it. I feel like I'm now obligated to finish it, to be like F you Harv, I finished the game. But at the same time, um, I <laughs> don't know. Um, Also, actually, I completely forgot. Last night, a few of us started playing Minecraft and Frank and I have a vendetta against each other because I accidentally hit him And then he proceeded to come after me with a bunch of slaps because he's just like, you deserve this because you purposely tried to hurt me. I said, no, I just forgot the controls and I thought I had to click to pick up stuff. And so he chased me around As a essentially a dollar store, um, Aaron Yeager, and continued to scream at me all the way around our town. So that was great. Um, So those are the things I've been playing this week. Um,
0: (laughs) I have the video for this. I completely forgot about that uh, until you mentioned it. I have the video for this. It's literally just fee. Like we're playing with uh, our one of one of the people we play with Overwatch and one of Harv's friends, Dustin. he uh, he teleported Fee over there, and immediately I was just like, What up with Fi, and I just started, like, jumping there. I just started, like, straight, straight hooking. And she's just like, Stop! I'm like, What's up with it? What's up with it? He punched me earlier. What's up? She was just, like, running around that makeshift house I made. It's great. I love it. Can we start playing more uh, Minecraft?
3: I will say this, Fee: If you beat Yeez, yeah. I will play Minecraft. Oh,
2: why would you put that just, on me?
3: That's
0: why. Why that game, Harv? Any other game would be better to do that. And, and Minecraft's actually a good game, so that's why I'm like, I've, I've never
3: played Minecraft, and I feel like I, I there's just something about Minecraft I just don't like. There's just there's, there's, the aesthetic How can of you it. Say
1: that. I,
3: I don't like the aesthetic of Minecraft.
1: <laughs> Minecraft was such a huge part of is. my entire life oh. when I was like. Early high school, like I put so much time into that fucking game, and I have not touched it since like one point eight.
0: <laughs> well, I I hope I get I'm gonna get in that server and I'm gonna build me a mansion um, so I can hang out with y'all. That'd be fun.
3: Yeah, I uh, mean you, um, you really went. Uh... <laughs> it's in the uh,
0: it's Western. in the point in progress um, Discord. If just put your name in there.
2: I'm going to. um while you guys are just building homes, I'm just gonna make myself believe that we have a Game of Thrones narrative and I'm gonna have to find a way to burn down.
3: Um... And kill all the cats.
0: <laughs> you also forgot to mention that you spent four hours
3: yesterday building a character.
2: It looks sick!
3: <laughs> it seems like the character character creation in Minecraft is way better than Cyberpunk.
2: <laughs> Honestly, it was a lot of fun. I made a really cute character. She has high boots.
3: Your Leave character looks low. really good. uh
0: uh, you can uh you can put V's character here
2: yeah there you can also download it guys and use it yourself
0: that's weird nope
2: (laughs) i wanted to save it and that was the only way to do it apparently
0: the the one way i learned that frank doesn't watch the podcast because whenever we do that i never do
3: it
2: (laughs) yeah you will this week because you're editing this (laughs)
0: I'm gonna have to listen now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that, that's that's my that's my bet to you, Fee. That's my bet to you. Okay. Finish that game. When Dustin asks like, what, what happened
2: or, to me. I'm or gonna... at least
3: get like You know what? I was gonna say get at least like 30 or 40 hours into it. Cause that game can't be like a twelve hour game, right? No. It's a JRPG, it can't be. You guys talk amongst each other. I'm gonna see how long it is.
2: Okay um mario how's it been going
0: what have you been playing man uh you know a little bit of the overwatch with y'all i've been playing a little bit of uh loop hero as well i've beat the second boss so i only have two more bosses the third level is a lot harder for some reason Mm -hmm. um but i'm gonna try (laughs) i'm trying my best to to get through that but um i think it's funny um uh as you can tell i'm I'm at a book at Beppo. they luckily have a vcr player so I've actually have been watching uh, a bunch of older uh films just, just trying to catch up. And uh, I actually watched a documentary called uh The Last uh Blockbuster.
3: How the many, last who, Airbender.
0: The last airbender, yes. How, how I think many, I know what you're talking about. Actually. Yeah, it's on it's on Netflix, which is ironic. Uh <laughs> but uh how many of you, how many of you have actually visited Blockbuster? Blockbuster oh Blockbuster yeah. was like yeah yeah just like everywhere that used to be my days man oh my
1: god also i live near bend
0: so like, which i'm so jealous so yeah so the documentary is a combination of you know just which is so bad because it feels like it was just like last week but it's a (laughs) sort of dissemination of like telling the youth what (laughs) a blockbuster was Mm -hmm. which is awful to sort of uh because you know you know you're basically just reminiscing with a bunch of people that either you know have done the same thing that you have but then it also tells the story of like what happened to the blockbuster of course and then leading up to the fact that it wasn't actually Netflix that killed it which is interesting um but uh it tells the story of yes the last blockbuster which is in Ben Oregon uh and I am uh, upset because I want to go it does Dude, sound let's, like go. Real... let's go let's <laughs> go I, mean, I mean let's just I mean, go more...
1: No, I'll
0: yeah. take you. Next time we go to PAX, if we go to PAX next year, yeah, maybe. maybe, maybe. Um, let's Seattle let's go. To let's Bend go.
1: Is a rough drive, y'all. I mean, yeah, but I'll take a bus.
0: I don't care. So my my, and it's funny you say that because my, you know, I know that we're talking about you know, what we've been playing, but my trek, my Oregon trek, your Oregon is, Trail, my Oregon tra- my Oregon Trail, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, is actually uh, we'll probably go to PAX right. Then I'll go to, so call me, so that way I can go to the Twin Peaks town and visit all of that. Mm. Then go to the town in which Goonies is based on, which Astoria, which I don't even know if it's a real place or not.
1: Oh. Astoria, Oregon is a real place. Okay,
0: awesome, excited. So definitely going to go to Astoria, which is literally just sightseeing. I'm just going to towns <laughs> and then uh, then making it back uh, to Ben. I don't even know which direction that would be. Um, also, apparently avoiding white supremacists. Apparently there's a bunch of them in Oregon. I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> and, and that would be my trip. That would be my trip It's Oregon.
1: Um, but yeah. That, I just so want I- you to know that route, you would be going from like, <laughs> m- like middle slash western Washington to eastern Washington to the coast of Oregon to eastern Oregon. <laughs> That would be an awful route. Sorry, I just want to capture
0: this for prosperity. It is a female. It's a female dog humping a male dog. Uh... Um, I didn't get any of that. It looked like something out of a fucking David Lynch film. You're welcome. Um, You're welcome. Uh, In the store. But yes, uh, that that sounds like a hell of a journey. And I, I would definitely would love to trek it. But anyways, to tie it back in with the last blockbuster, uh, very interesting doc. I think the doc is a little bit too long, but I think the story is interesting and I would recommend it few people. It's on Netflix. You know, if you just have nothing to watch, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I love the way they get their new releases. It's just a lady who goes to Walmart and picks up a bunch of DVDs. T- <laughs> it's so like... Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't know, I, I mean, I, cause I never bought VHS when I was younger. I didn't know idea they were like $99 mm-hmm. and then blockbuster and like <laughs> video stores, shut up, Doug. Uh, <laughs> we're like giving it to them for $75 until eventually they learned like the do revenue share. And it was like five bucks, but yeah, yeah. Le- a lot of stuff you can learn in this documentary, sure. but uh, that has been everything that I think we've all been playing and watching. And uh, I think it is time to move on to our second segment, which of course is,
3: the patch notes. Yeah. Also, before notes. we get there, before we get there. Yes, before we get okay. there. I looked at I looked at ye's, Uh, Yee's 8 Lecromu- Lecromosa of Donna. Okay. It's a 37 and a half hour game. So if you can get through 37 and a half hours of that game, I will play Minecraft.
2: Okay. Well, I have Tuesday off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go. It's 24 hours right there. You get a good chunk of it out. You can get three-fourths of it out at least.
0: I mean, I'd, I'd rather, like, have Harv try to beat the first three uh,
3: dungeons in Persona 5, but whatever. Uh, moving on. I will do that gl- I do that gladly. Moving on. <laughs> I love that game. Um, okay. Uh,
0: we're going to go straight into... This book into Beppo is insane. Yeah. We're going to move straight into the patch notes. Go ahead, Frank. Tell that dinner to shut up. Um, so this week, uh, I actually didn't write the news this week. I'm going to give all the credit to Fee. Fee did an insanely good job. Uh, I had to go buy a new computer. I have a new computer. It's currently sitting in the other room right now. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But, uh, thank you, Fee, again, for writing the news for me this week. You saved my, you saved my ass. But our first article this week comes from Eurogamer, and that is the Resident Evil Showcase. Uh who did you Mar? you saw did you actually watch the showcase yeah i watched it uh with uh who what what was your question oh no i was just asking um so yeah uh let me go ahead and read this here so capcom kept us all on edge in our seats as they started off the conference with a new re village trailer Uh, Can I get an Ethan Winters? A village demo will be available on all platforms, PS5, PS4, Stadia, Steam, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S. Uh, Only available on May 2nd. You can check out the village or castle areas or even both, but you only have 60 minutes. Actually, this is very similar to the the RE2 one-shot demo uh instead of uh I, if i remember correctly you, you only got about 60 seconds or, or 60 minutes on that original demo uh mario is not here so you can't confirm that uh did you either of you play any of anybody play the re2 one shot no oh, wait, i no. did you, I, didn't I did you did do, yeah. do you remember because i remember you could only pl- it was a speed run thing it was, was only 30, 30 minutes, minutes.
3: Yeah. of whatever you did you did and that was really it
0: got it okay yeah that's that's what yeah. i thought um so here we go uh we also uh got a look at their capcom uh capcom's new competitive multiplayer uh resident evil reverse uh that will also be available for free for village owners um and there were also a number of other reveals such as a new cgi netflix series uh releasing in july of 2021 uh following the story of leon and claire and uh a couple years after re4 by the way leon should really stop um stop being a bodyguard to presidents if you're if you've seen the trailer for that yeah. because he's not he's not very good at it i think um, this is actually that same president if i'm not mistaken correct um so it's is it his dad right is it so here's the thing uh, i didn't Ashley's i didn't really pay attention so it's actually yeah, graham's dad it. yeah i'm the, like, the, like i'm 99
2: okay. sure like this is after resident evil 4 and before re6 because you know what happens in re6 so
0: here's the thing that president's different in re6 if i remember correctly i could be wrong I thought if it was I'm wrong, da- I listen to me.
2: Guy. So
0: I think that president from RE4 steps down before Resident Evil 6, and the Resident Evil 6 president isn't Ashley
3: Graham's dad. Oh,
0: it's a different, it's a different president. Then I was so, wrong. My apologies. Resident Evil 6
3: has U.S. President Adam Bedford.
0: Yeah, Bedford. Yeah. Uh, he's not uh, President Graham. Got it. But this one is the one, the movie version, the one that yeah. they have now is the one that is Ashley. Yeah, Ashley's dad. Okay, that makes sense. I didn't, I didn't catch that. But thank you for, thank you for telling me that. Um, and then we also have a live-action movie. Welcome to Raccoon City uh, is wrapping up production. It's still to be announced. Um,
3: I still have no finished what... up. The, they're finishing up the the CGI here yeah, in Vancouver. The monsters
0: yeah. is that as they said. Yeah. But they, we already have a date already, which was it was pushed to. Uh, it was August. weird, right? Because they said yeah. they didn't have a
3: date, that they're gonna say they're gonna release a date soon, but like yeah, the date's already but... been out in November, I think, right? Because it was September, it's, and then they delayed it. It's yeah. Thanksgiving
0: now, yeah. Which I don't know. All right. Yeah, I, I still don't know what this movie
3: is. Is it...
0: it, it like, we, we're still confused. I think we talked about this a few weeks back. Um, if you want to get our thoughts on that, go ahead and watch that. But yeah, it's still very confusing on what this movie is. Other than it's combining the first two games, that's all we know. We don't know how. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very weird. Uh, and then we also... And this is my favorite announcement of the whole thing. Uh, Resident Evil's coming to Dead by Daylight. And more details will be announced on uh, a Dead by Daylight kind of uh, their own little... Um, I don't know what you would call their own little conference, quote unquote. They they have like little uh, directs. 25th. Yeah, they have their yeah. small little directs. Uh and that'll be on May twenty fifth as well. Uh I'm hyper excited about that. I don't know who they would choose to be the killer. Um, they have plenty of different people who could be survivors. Um, if they're looking to tie it in with RE eight, it's probably gonna be Lady D and you know, Ethan, but I doubt it for some reason. But we'll see. We'll see. I'll have
3: a discussion with V. And I was like, okay, I I hope it's Mister X. I really, I really wanted to be Mister X too. That or Nemesis would be really cool. Nemesis, yes. It would be cool to
0: have those. But from what I understand, there's actually like lore to what, why these people are selected. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, those two creatures are like robotic, like automatons that don't have like a directive. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, uh, somebody with a, a personality like a Birkin or something. Yeah, it could be. But so, like, how do? That's you, a good one too, oh, actually. actually. Oh, yeah, I guess you could do. Birkin, it could yeah. be William Birkin because William Birkin yeah. does die. A lot of the killers that are in with within that that universe, except for I believe the Huntress, because it's in never screen. confirmed that she's dead. Um, no,
2: they never confirmed but, it. She entered the mist in the Black Forest, and then she hmm. ended up in the at the campfire.
3: Yeah, Birkin but, would be interesting. But like, what stage of Birkin would you get?
0: It would be stage three Birkin before, right before he turns into like weird globby. Yeah. Uh, r- uh, <laughs> ground beef Birkin. He yeah. can be or Nemesis. Nemesis gives a lot of opportunities because he has he has uh, tentacles. He can punch. You know, stuff like that. Like, I, I thought they sure. would give him guns. I want. They him. wouldn't I give want him guns. Mr.
3: X so bad. Mr. That X would, would be fun. That would make me pl- want to play Dead by Daylight just because Mr. X would be in it. Who would you want for to be a survivor? Uh,
0: i would like Probably claire or ashley graham Or, or Ashley Graham, yeah. yeah Ashley would be a good one yeah. uh, sherry would be another good one even um, chris
3: chris redfield would be fine too uh, nah,
0: which version of chris redfield would you want would you want like skinny stars chris redfield or yeah jacked like, as like, the, fuck like no it'd
3: be the younger version i think because yeah. i feel like that would that would fit the aesthetic better than having a jack chris redfield because mm-hmm. I'd be like, you know what? I could just fuck you up. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Chris Redfield just punching boulders. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't yeah, care.
0: He... All the all the stuff on the thing. There's no looping anymore. He's just punching <laughs> his way through the map. The door doesn't even. He doesn't even need power for the door. He just punches just open going, the like, door.
3: It's like rips it, like, <laughs> it open.
2: <laughs> yeah. The only thing I could specifically think that they might go with the vampire. Um, the... Vampire lady because they typically go like female male female male um mm-hmm. when it comes to murderers and they just released the newest edition who is the K-pop I'm not gonna say the specific word people have been calling him it's just it's a K-pop idol
3: from from what I've heard a lot of from a lot of people he's the hot Joker version of yes. yeah
2: yeah yeah he looks yeah. Essentially there's a lot like of like top cover like a mix between top and every single guy from uh, bts in the best way possible so yeah um really great choices guys uh, they did really well on him even though it's uh creepy as hell um but yeah they'll probably they might go with her just because of timing it would mm. probably make the most sense even though i know there's a ton of great um, people in our like Resident Evil, but I think that might make the most sense time wise. Also, they seem to have like a whole thing about like tall women in that game, because you have people like the Huntress, the Plague, um, oh my God, what is her name? I like a few. Uh, the Huntress uh, is pretty tall. Hun- yeah, the Huntress it. is pretty tall. Um, I was just trying to think of survivor wise. There's a lot of taller women, so it might just go with the brand.
3: I want the merchant. What are you buying? From, yeah, I just want him to go. Like, what, what are you buying? Buy- what are you selling?
2: That'll be the survivor. Oh. He just walks around and he's just like, What are you buying?
0: My, <laughs> What's your favorite merchant?
2: Him.
3: What are you buying? I think this new one is probably. The four, what? Resident Evil 4 had one, right? Yeah. Evil yeah. 4, yeah, four
0: originated it? that.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think four is one of my favorite. But. This this new one eight in eight looks pretty good too. My
0: favorite thing is when you sell him an RPG, it just goes stranger, stranger. The that's a weapon, and I'm like, whoa, dude, you need to chill out, bud. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you're getting a little too into this. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of RE4, uh, there was one more one more surprise announcement at the end of the presentation, and that was Resident Evil 4 is getting um technically remade, not necessarily remade, but it is getting um reworked to be worked on the uh to, or to play on the oculus quest 2 um i don't know the details on this or whether or not it is exclusive to the oculus quest 2 or if you can if you have a previous quest 1 or a, or a rift s if that is available to those owners as well or if you can maybe move that over to like maybe a vive or a um an index but uh yeah resident evil is coming to vr in a first person perspective uh mario <laughs> mario <laughs> Mario, <laughs> Mario just phantom out of out of Buka de Beppo. De Beppo. <laughs> he
2: just disappeared. Um, one thing so is, he, had to go to, he had to go to the
3: kitchen, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got to go take the kitchen tour.
2: No, one thing um... I found it weird was they went from Resident Evil Seven, which was VR compatible, um, and then they decided not to do that with eight, but then they moved it to Resident Evil Four,
3: mm-hmm. which was yeah.
2: a weird jump. And it's only, um, it's currently only available on the Oculus, and there's no say as to if it's going to be coming over to um, PlayStation.
0: Yeah, because I know Facebook Labs is working on that, so that, that would ex- explain the <clears throat> exclusivity. Yeah. Um, Mario just, oh, we just, This is the cat, cat. This is the this is the pet cast. I have a cat here. Mario has a dog. Hera's say hi. There. Hera yeah. is not in frame. <laughs> Harv has his bottle, his <laughs> tub of water.
3: <laughs> See, Sly and I uh, are on the same boat. We're on the same yeah. boat here. <laughs> I love my water.
0: Um, I do wish they would add add some more details to RE4 uh, VR. It does look kind of looks very dated, in my opinion. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I'm definitely gonna play the crap out of it.
3: There's a I'm reason gonna... why I think they didn't show RE4 there. It's because they would have overshadowed RE8. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So do you think, I think they, it's you... probably good that they didn't show it?
0: Do you still think there's a RE4? full ground-up remake yes. in the
3: works okay yes yeah i think so but too that, but honestly where people were looking for it wanting it there that keeps not coming out to like like from what the the leak said for like their whole thing that they had their whole plan got leaked for the next 10 years or some shit, mm-hmm. right it's like it's supposed to be like 2023 or something like that 2023 i think is, is what the year was for that mm-hmm. so that's too early anyways yeah it's way point. too early i, yeah. I
0: think it's, it's probably still in if it is being produced right now it's still probably in pre-production
3: yeah i I've like announced that. that next year if anything which would probably be either if you want to announce it maybe at e3 this year mm-hmm. or you announce it next year at e3 One of the two things
0: yeah Capcom's super good with uh with their announcements though i think they're gonna wait they're gonna keep it close to their chest until it's closer to release date because usually they 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 uh they announce their games about a year out you know what i mean it's usually a year from where their announcement. Stuff like that
3: keep keep so. all the eyes on resident evil 8 because that's the that's the game that's yeah. coming out in less than a month Get, keep everybody like engaged and excited for that game
0: yeah keep the thirst trap real you yeah. know
3: exactly exactly no. honestly my
2: thought process was they weren't going to be showing it because their competitive game that they have currently coming online looks too much like resident evil 4 quality wise and that yes mm. that is me taking a jab at capcom because it doesn't I, look good it didn't it, doesn't, it looks It, doesn't look it good. literally looks like they took Resident like Evil Four, they put a reskin like it just a slight reskin are talk, enough.
3: Are you, are you talking about mercenaries? Or The or online reverse?
2: one that you and I had a discussion about, the one that Ariverse. Yeah, Ariverse.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That looks, the weird that looks Battle whack. Royale
0: thing that they have.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? It looks okay. whack. Okay. Your was, hair,
0: whack. Was, Your gear, whack.
2: I was prepared to throw hands, Harv, because I know for a <laughs> yeah. fact you and I agreed with the fact that it looked janky.
3: It looks shanky AF, dude. <laughs> I, I, when they showed that in the presentation, it's like, why show this? <laughs> why do they Where keep giving a joke? Like, you just bad showed Resident Evil 8, which looks beautiful. And then you show that? That looks like a mobile game a little bit? Like, what? <laughs> no. that's that's very very bad
0: mario yeah whenever i want to talk the dogs just go start barking so i'll try to get this out uh it was weird that the vr thing was not in the presentation it was something after the fact yeah Yeah. totally bizarre
3: it's what i said like i think your headphones were off when i said it but i think they did that because they did not want to overshadow the resident evil 8 stuff because resident Mm -hmm. evil 8 is the thing that's coming out next yeah, yeah, for sure. And they'll do Resident Evil 4 and stuff probably when E3 rolls around now because this game yeah. comes out in about a month, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm curious. I'm happy about my purchase, you know, a couple of weeks ago when I bought the uh, the VR headset. But I'm excited for everything. Uh, Limi Dimitresk, which is apparently how you pronounce it, uh, was awesome. Uh, I'm very excited. And now there's a dog humping a cat. This place, this booking the Beppo is insane!
3: <laughs> Sly, get- what do you think about Resident Evil? What, what's, your, what's, your, what's your Resident Evil... Uh, what's wh- wh- where are you on the temperature scale?
1: Zero cares. <laughs> I am not invested. I, I haven't played a single Resident Evil. It's uh, not a vibe. Yeah, I don't well, care. It's Fair, it's fair,
3: it's fair. I I just hope this game has the tension that Resident Evil Two had. I mm-hmm. hope that. From what I've seen, it do- it doesn't feel like it does. But the story looks really freaking good.
0: Uh, so on my screen, um, the 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 stream messed up, and I think I saw Sombra. (laughs) The Sombra hack our fucking stream. (laughs) Is that what's going on here? Is this is is this now an Overwatch ARG?
2: Always,
0: (laughs) always. No, I think uh... Harv. I think you're. Yeah, I think you're. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna deliver. At least the demo, just sound wise, they're they're definitely utilizing Sony's new like 3D audio technology. But just the but, sound of that game is like yeah,
3: yeah, crazy good. Like you I would hear the, like it, clanking in the background and stuff like that. I want good puzzles. I want a good story. That's that's ca- kind of all I want really out of this. The the other stuff, I I I hope for when it comes mm-hmm. to like the tension and like because like I because Resident Evil is good when it's claustrophobic. When you have that feeling mm-hmm. claustrophobic, right? Exactly. When you're in a mansion, you're in a police department, you're in a house like in Resident Evil Seven, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I hope, I hope that the castle i think it's called the castle right yeah That's
0: what they call it there's a castle and i think there's a village as well yeah there's I'm two The
3: castle has that feeling to it i really do because i know the village is going to be a little bit more open kind of like resident evil four a little bit i feel but i'm hoping that the castle at least gives you that feeling where like oh man if i run somewhere i'm not safe kind of type thing yep. mm-hmm.
0: i'm excited i'm honestly i'm honestly excited
3: yeah i'm very stoked for this i love resident evil man resident evil it's like one of my favorite series so Uh, i love me some
0: resident evil man it's it's i I love horror games we don't get enough of them the problem is like we were we're very deprived of horror games to the point where like it it happens every two or
3: three years we'll get a good horror game but honestly resident evil has done really well the last couple years three was taken or leave it three was a decent game wasn't great but it was decent but two and seven kind of give me hope Mm-hmm. in what direction they're going.
0: Yeah, this is definitely made by Capcom's A team whereas like 3, I hate to say it, sorry guys, but it was made by a B team and they didn't do too well with it.
3: Well, it came out so quickly after 2, right? Mm-hmm. Like that I was so when, when I heard that 3 was coming out like not even a year. I think it was like 9 months or something like that after 2 came out or something. And I was so surprised at that. I was like that turnaround was crazy then. But I guess mm-hmm. they were working they were working on them at the same time, so that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So That's it for our little Resident Evil discussion. Uh, Fee is actually going to take it away with our next article here. Fee, go ahead and do your thing.
2: Hello. Well, Resident Evil and Capcom wasn't the only particular group that had a presentation this week. Nintendo did their Indie World Showcase on Thursday, which was honestly really exciting. Um, Nintendo wrapped up its latest Indie World Showcase with over 20 new titles. We saw a great mixture of different genres, art styles, and play styles as well. They made sure that there was a game for everyone at this particular conference. Um, Some of the highlights, and they actually started off with this particular game, which was Road 96, which players will venture through one hundred and forty eight thousand two hundred and sixty eight potential storylines depending on how you play the game. And this comes out later on this year. Um, The next is The Longing from Studio Swift.
0: Swev. Um, I absolutely apologize
2: for butchering that name. Um, it is a folklore inspired game um of a servant waiting for his king for four hundred days. Real time. The 400,
3: yeah, four hundred days in real time. This game looks okay, the character looks creepy, but from what I've seen, he looks like a Dobby.
2: Yeah.
3: He looks like Dobby in a way, and he's waiting for his master for four hundred yep. days
0: this uh it reminded me of like a like a tim Burton wet dream and uh, i have i don't want to play it
2: valid um, excuse me it it's just... the fact
0: that the premise is like you have to play it for like forever <laughs> i'm just
2: like ah, oh okay no. i'm good um it definitely looked creepy um i watched a little bit i think it was um crafty was playing it and i was uh on edge it was uneasy to say the least Uh, but yeah you slowly go through the catacombs and by slowly i mean the guy walks very slowly um you complete some puzzles and you honestly contemplate existence and why you're playing this game however um once the 400 days are up who knows what happens
0: that one what is it like don't they have a film out or like john malkovich or something like that have a film where like it'll get released like 60 years from now or something like that john malkovich shot a film apparently for i think either a car company or a drink i'm not sure but yeah supposedly in a a millennia or 100 years is when it'll be released yeah
2: wow um some other um kind of shout outs there was ariel knights never yield Um, Which is made by a small company actually in Detroit. And it actually looks really great. Um, I really like the particular concept of this game because it was made by a group um, who just, they were not accepted by the gaming industry um, where they were. So they decided to make their own little spot, which is awesome. Um, TM, uh, my goodness, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge comes out um later this year um, and many more games and they also ended off the conference with a surprise which was oxen free to the lost signal which we got to see a little bit of that which is really exciting for the oxen free fans my question for each and every one of you is what did you think of the event and what were you guys excited for um i'm gonna start off by asking mario
0: uh yes i th- uh honestly you know i'm sad you left it you left it off but uh fez which uh, is one of my favorite games of all time i'm happy that it's coming off of the switch i bought it immediately um awesome. of course yeah and uh yeah sorry dog is talking to me okay uh and uh i'm very much excited because i'm a huge fan of oxen free love it can't believe i'm getting a direct sequel that's insane yeah and uh yeah teenage Mutant ninja turtles i love the uh, game on the 360 uh, i know it's a you know it came from it was a you know a remake or, re- or a remaster or whatever happy there's a whole new version of that so super excited for those
2: awesome and harv what did you, what did you think what were you excited for
3: I mean I like the I like the I like the presentation. It was good cuz they 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 did a really good job with it. The only part I didn't like is like that last part where they just showed games and they didn't say anything where yeah. Fez was involved, right? Like like they didn't say anything about it, right? They just kind of put it into like a montage. But my my most exciting game out of this is TMNT, TMNT because I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles games. I just love them so much cuz I remember playing the NES version yeah. as when I was a kid and I played that thing nonstop with my friend uh but i am really really excited for that other than that like it, everything else was kind of like they're cool indie games like really really cool indie yeah. games and the switch just sta- like it's still a powerhouse for indie games Valid. still a huge powerhouse for indie games which is really really good to see
2: i honestly she- i was thinking that you were gonna say that you were like excited for um of fuma den because i'm st- i still think this is definitely oh type of game. there was
3: a there's one other one that was on there, but you didn't put on uh, Skull something.
2: Yes, Skull. The one where you replace the heads.
3: Yes, that one I'm really excited about because that gives me Dead Cell vibes. And yeah. that game looks freaking awesome. It looks really, really good. So th- I think that one I'm most excited for is is, nice. is Skull.
0: Shout out also to Ariel Knight, uh, who put his Twitter handle in the title of his game. That's awesome.
2: Nice. Yeah. Um, also, I definitely apologize in advance, um, for the people who are listening who are like, wait, why didn't you list off the game that I was excited for? Um, here's the thing. There's 20 plus games that were announced. Um, and I think all the games are great. Um, I just wanted to say that before everyone's just like, she didn't say the game that I like, because I just want to, I just want to clear that up a little bit. Um, not putting any shade on any of you. I'm just saying that like. I could have just listed off all the oh, games. Oh, uh,
0: don't worry. We, we, we put shade on you about it. So it's totally. Oh, yeah, How dare you, you not twice. pick the game I not like. Not
2: once, but twice. So I'm just putting that out there. If you guys want me to list off video games for an hour, then I'm more than happy to do that. I can just sit here and talk about video games for a straight hour of everything that was released. Um Honestly, I would probably really enjoy that, but I digress. Nice. Thumbs up. So yeah, Um. what how did you feel about the um direct and um what are you most excited for sly
1: well i remember seeing road 96 at a previous something or whatever it uh, was, Yeah, it was it's on my steam wish list already so it was really great to see that again i think that was probably my highlight from the show um I, I mean, everything looked great, but that's definitely the one that I think would be most up my alley. Awesome, but overall, yeah, it was it, everything looked great.
3: Because I do, yeah, I do remember seeing that game, Road ninety six, somewhere else, I but I don't remember where awards.
2: it was. I'm pretty sure it was mm-hmm. at the Game Awards. Or you're one probably. of the award ceremonies.
1: I think, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I you're think right. The Game Awards. The game Awards. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um,
2: no, I was like, that was the one I was excited for. So when I saw it and heard that it was coming to Switch, I'm like, hell yeah. I'm pretty pumped. And Frank, what are you most excited for?
0: Probably and- Road 69. Um, I think uh, road I'm 96. a little...
2: I almost not into that. Oh, it's that. Road 96. 96- I almost oh, just okay. accepted that.
0: <laughs> I was about nice. to say nice. Um, <laughs> no, I... Look, I... I, that's yeah, probably the only game did. I'm really, really super excited about, but the problem is I don't necessarily trust the idea of 146, 148,268 potential stories. Um, I've heard this claim before. We've probably all heard this claim before. Uh, whether or not that means a bunch of random events tied to three very distinct endings is up, up, to, up to think. But I do trust that the game does have some good... Um, uh What's the word for it? What what do they call that when when the game procedurally generated uh, yeah. levels and stuff like that? I I'm curious to see how that works. I'm just curious on like if the endings will also be different as well because we've all seen like games like Walking Dead and like all these other games where like your choices do you have a bunch of these choices but they all end up the almost exact same way. Yeah. That's why so, I was
3: very excited. Like still, I, I I'm but, still intrigued about Detroit because I played Detroit Become Human and it yeah. has like that little thing where like the ending could be whatever it is. But I'm in the same boat as you for, for Row 96. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks cool. It looks very interesting. But I don't know if I, like, there's just something about where, where somebody says that many numbers for, like, a, a permutation of something. Like, is that just, like, if I say no to something that has mm-hmm. no consequence to anything? Is that, like, a permutation? Does that become a permutation in, in a way, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just, yeah, I'm very hesitant about that.
0: Yeah. So when it comes, when it comes to these games, and specifically this one, because it definitely looks like it's procedurally generated when it comes to all the different options, and I, I'm trying to remember who said this better than I'm, how I'm about to say, but basically it's these games, you, you, we, we kind of have to like not think of the fact that, yes, there is a defined ending and there's always going to be a defined ending or defined endings because Mass Effect has three endings. You know, like I yeah. think that the way that we have to think about it, it's the color we add as players, how we <sighs> perceive and decide to go about the route in which we uh, objectively see the story.
3: Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the journey it's the journey right not the yeah. ending it's, always, it's the journey of know, it it's like, yeah 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 for sure
1: i mean that goes into why i love donut games so much is yeah. that you can inhabit that world for as little or as long as you want to and you don't have to look at every single thing but you can and that just adds more to the world, but it's still, you know, one contained story and you have like one or two options that really change
0: yeah,
1: the especially, ending.
0: Especially but, Life is Strange 1, you know?
1: Yeah, I like the ending of Life is Strange 1, I'm not as big on, but I really enjoy that they narrow it down and... At the end of their games, it's either this or this. What happened? Like, I- I'm not necessarily big into like the open, like the endings, whatever you want yeah. it to be. I I like when games kind of force you to, you know, choose h- how that is going to end, even if it feels like there's not so much choice. This sometimes. is this
3: is why I liked Last of Us Part Two at the end, right? Because like, this is bringing back to that is because they told you a story and they gave you that story and where people thought that you were supposed to have a choice between the two, no, let, let them choose, the, like, let them make that story, like, make the ending for you. The journey is all you, right? Like, we were saying, like, yeah. you take this decision, you take this decision, you take that decision. A lot of people get fixated on the ending of a game, and that is like, oh my god, like, I uh, my, uh, my, my my choices didn't mean anything. In the end, the choices did mean something, because maybe you missed an NPC over here, maybe you missed the items over here, miss, maybe you missed something else over, over there, right? So, like, mm-hmm. In my in, in my way was like pretty much yeah you you summed it up perfectly just like it's it's the journey and what Mario said too it's it's the journey that you guys take that that we take all the way to the end let them pick the ending for me honestly because I'm in the same boat where like I don't want to I don't want to sit at a message board and look at other people's stories and be like oh I gotta think about this now <laughs> yeah think about this what is this <laughs> I just spent thirty hours in your game man <laughs> I'm, I'm done. <laughs> The other game that I'm really excited about, uh, that I want to touch down, uh, touch on, is Labyrinth City, mm-hmm. which is a Where's Waldo-esque game. I love the art style of this game. <laughs> the art style is so good. <laughs> I, I, because I, I remember growing up on Where's Wal, Where's Where's Waldo books and stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Especially
3: when I was at the doctor's office and stuff like that. So this is this, kind of gets Heart, me excited a little bit. One
0: hundred percent was like one of those highlight kids that had like the highlight magazines.
3: You've been doing I a lot think, of that yeah, too. I think so. You, isn't that what kind of school elastic, I think. Yeah.
0: Mar, uh Harv, isn't that what you've kind of been playing anyway on stream? Uh with the uh Geo thing that you've been playing?
3: It's kind of like where Oh Geo guesser? Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot that I'm playing guesser now too, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun until you get a place in none of it and you're like, where the hell am I? <laughs> Because everything looks the same, yeah. and there are no towns.
2: <laughs> I was doing really good when you were
3: doing it. But we we don't know because we weren't guy you know, I, I have no idea because yeah, I, I, no I was getting I was getting false false reports from 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 everybody. Mm-hmm. So there there's no proof. Yeah, there's no proof. <sighs> yeah. I Hate you guys.
2: I just straight up dislike.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of hate. We're not hating on Sony this week, because Sony, ha- caught, a Sony <laughs> yeah, caught a dub. Sony finally caught a uh, dub. This comes from IGN's uh, Adam Bankhurst. In its five month, uh, excuse me, in its first five months on the market, this, uh, the PlayStation Five has become the fastest selling console in U.S. history in both unit and dollar sales, as revealed by the NPD Group's Matt Piscata- Piscatella. Piscatella uh, this- yeah. This news arrives one month after the PS5 became the fastest-selling console in U.S. history in dollar sales. Despite that new record, the Nintendo Switch has continued to reign as the best-selling hardware platform in both units and dollars during March 2021. However, the PS5 did rank first in hardware dollar sales in quarter one of 2021. Um, yeah, PlayStation is selling. I don't know where people are getting these PlayStations. Um, I, I said I would I would touch on it later. Uh, I finally got Computer, the GP I, I finally found a micro center that had a 3070 pre-built system. I went over there and I copped it. Um there are people literally lined up outside the door, like already at 4 30 in the afternoon for tomorrow. Uh just to get a chance to get in some GPUs. Uh the reason I bring that up is because for the last six months I've been doing new shuffle and ps5s have been on there xbox series s's have been on there uh gpus 3070s and stuff like that the gpu market is actually getting worse um uh getting silicon right now is an absolute pain uh i probably don't need to reiterate that because guess what every week they say it's getting worse so i mean i don't when know
3: what you said last week that it might get better because of all that stuff that's happening i don't see it getting better at all for this yeah. entire year this entire I'm... year is gonna watch for this
0: i'm definitely losing hope and if you're out there right now looking for a ps5 xbox series s x or even a gpu i would suggest if you're on the pc front get a pre-built don't don't worry. Don't try to buy it. You know, a la carte. It's not gonna happen. I'm sorry. There's too many bots out there. Unless you're camping outside of a micro center, the four you're of not us: me, one.
3: Sly, Frank, and and Mario got. I mean, you two got hooked up. I don't you need to got cook hooked up. Dinner. I'm yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, Sly and I, we we got we got lucky with our with our. Uh...
1: With our PS5s. With our ps 5 yeah. We also, yeah. I, I,
3: yeah. And
0: if you're looking for a PS5 or an Xbox Series S, I really would hi- highly recommend looking at the Newegg Shuffle. It's not the greatest thing in the world, um, but they do seem to have a good amount of quantity. I think I got like 30 notifications last night about Xbox Series S and X's being in stock. So don't give up hope on that front. But at the same time, there's not really much out there for either console to really necessarily have the need to upgrade, unless you're trying to play something like RE8 or Returnal or... But, Ma- but...
3: But on that note, though, this article, what do we got?
0: Yeah, we... I don't know where they're getting sales. I don't know how they're right. getting these sales. Where are these consoles... That The reason I bring that up is because, like, where are these consoles coming from? How are they outselling a Switch, which was already kind of popular before the consoles came out? These consoles are not necessarily... Easy to it's, come by.
3: It's it, and the fun. The crazy thing is, is this. This is both. This is also uh, dollar made, which obviously mm-hmm. you can see that because this is a five hundred dollar console, while the Switch is what two ninety nine, right? In in, in the U S. So, but it also is unit sales, which is crazy to think about. Exactly, think it's the both new
1: factor in that is the scarcity, and you know how Nintendo will always try to breed false scarcity to experts. It, that's the thing is scarcity really does increase sales because since there's so many people saying it's impossible to get a PS5 if you see one you're going to buy it no mm. matter like even if you necessarily wouldn't if you have any sort of thought about trying to get a PS5 if you see one, you will immediately buy it because you don't know when you're gonna see it again. And I think the scarcity is really doing them a good deal on selling their consoles because any time one is in stock, somebody's gonna pick it up thinking it's the last time they're ever gonna see it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, for sure. Either that or I blame Wario sixty four because I swear that guy. Puts out a link and then everyone just has to get it. Like that's yep. that's how I got a Series S this weekend, too, is because of either Nebellion or Wario 64.
3: Yeah, I got one because of Wario 64. That's why I got mine. So like that, that yeah, that's the thing. It's 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 crazy to think about that PlayStation is I don't feel like PlayStation is doing this on purpose, though. It's not a purpose thing. I feel like Nintendo does this a little bit more on purpose than anything else. I think this is just scarcity for just for parts and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, maybe it's not even COVID related anymore at this point because China is pretty much out of COVID at this point from where they, what their, what their point is. So like, I don't know. I think this is just everybody just wanting it now. Just wanting, cause like gaming has just increased exponentially in the last like even five years, you would call it. Right. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. it's just gotten so massive that finding, units can be kind of can be difficult and when it comes to xbox i mean they're selling pretty well i'm guessing they're selling pretty well for the most part
0: yeah i mean there's i'm seeing a good stock of those um definitely seeing a good a decent stock of uh series s's a lot of series s's a little bit less on the series x side
3: but you know what it's a great thing for playstation it's great Mm -hmm. Good for PlayStation. Good for you guys. They need, they need to win this year. Yeah, <laughs> or, they're, they're... For a little bit, at least.
0: At least the the business side of, of PlayStation is working out pretty well, because they on the customer goodwill side, they're slowly losing it.
3: Honestly, though, I, I've been I've been looking at this. I've been looking at this whole thing with PlayStation, and the whole thing about big and bigger games and all that kind of stuff. Does the mainstream even care? No. That's where I'm at. Do they even no. care? When an Oculus comes out, remastered, people are going to buy it. When God of War 2 comes out, people are going to buy it. Horizon Zero Dawn 2 comes out, they're going to buy it. That's just... I, I think this is just the gaming industry just being like, oh my god, they're doing this. But like when it comes to mainstream people that don't care about that kind of stuff, they're just going to buy whatever comes out.
0: Yeah, people who don't follow the industry kind of just buy whatever is kind of out. Um, a lot of the times when I'm at GameStop, I see a lot of people just go in and say, hey, you know, what's the newest game out? Stuff like that they're not really necess- they, they don't really necessarily know what's going on um i had one there was one guy last week who who threw a fit over not being able to find like playstation 4 controllers and playstation 5 controllers and we had to explain to him like bro i, I don't work at GameStop. i was just there um one of the employees was was there and i was just like bro it, we're in a we're in a shortage like do you not know that there's a shortage of this stuff and he's like there's a shortage of this stuff and i'm like where the where the fuck yeah. have you been where have you been <laughs> What rock have you been hiding under? Just just come out of a coma, like what is this? (laughs) Um, But no, yeah, people. A lot of people don't know there's a shortage of these things, and even like you have like moms and dads going in saying, "I'm trying to pick up my son a PS5." It's like they're out of stock, man, and you know, it causes it causes a lot of weird issues. But yeah, I don't think people really know. People
3: are really paying attention, honestly. This is why I think that. Dude, whatever they put out, people are going to buy them.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: They're people looking at the numbers. They're not looking yeah. at the goodwill of it. Yeah, I got to be myself for a little bit here for a second. So,
0: yeah, take your time. Yeah. Um, everybody's leaving the podcast. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> we've we're... lost a we've We've lost another one. In fact, I got to go use the washroom. I'll be right. I'm just fine. No. Yes. Um. Instead, wow. uh, instead we're going to actually take a break here. And we will move to our next article when everybody gets back. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry, I had to, like, get that dog out of the parking lot. Uh, Okay, now it looks like that we've moved on to the pitch. Uh, Bye, you have something special for us.
1: I do have something special for you all. As you all know, I yell about podcasts. A lot. (laughs) It's something that I really enjoy and a lot of people think of podcasts as, like, what we're doing now. Just, like, typical chatting about various things in different sorts of fields. But one of my favorite things that I really enjoy are audio dramas, sort of like old-fashioned radio plays where they're really like narrative-driven podcasts. And I know you all are very interested in different sort of genres, and so I've put together a collection of What I would say are the best introductory podcasts per each uh, genre to kind of ease people into the idea of audio dramas. So I'm going to start off with space and time travel. Frank, you like space and time travel?
0: Yes, but Harv has something to say.
1: Oh, I was just
3: going to, the only thing I was going to say is like, I've never listened to one of these kind of podcasts before. Oh it's always that. been. It's always been like some sort of news is happening, some sort of this is happening. I've never had like a narrative experience on a podcast before.
1: And there are so many amazing narrative experiences in podcasts. So I just wanted to kind of introduce you all to some different experiences.
0: Yeah, I love I love time travel in space. I love I just love the idea of the infinite possibilities that the idea of space brings. And even time travel itself, because there's everybody has a rule, right? You can't go back, you can't see, you can't look at your past self, but sometimes they bend they bend that rule. You know, you got your butterfly effects, all these cool things. I love that kind of stuff. I love seeing just the universe kind of recorrect itself in, in ways and just seeing the universe.
1: What if I told you there is a podcast about a space station orbiting Ooh, okay. a star? Mm-hmm. And it is a story with the vibe of, like, a golden age radio sh- play. Like, those, like, old-fashioned stories, but with awesome oh. audio, fun stories about the daily life-or-death emergencies mm-hmm. of the space crew searching for signs of alien life. And discovering their mission might not be quite what they thought it was.
0: I think I think I, I, think I, I can I, I can see it. I can almost hear it almost. It's got that does it have that like old-timey like this week, follow your people or something like that.
1: It has reminiscent okay. of that in yeah. the fact where one of the main characters is a huge fan of those type of movies and shows and makes a lot of references to that era and the the sound design makes you feel like you're in a spaceship and it's just really fun
0: that sounds that sounds awesome actually
1: i'm totally into it it's called what is it called it's called wolf 359 which is the name of the star that the space station is orbiting
0: I'm already putting that in another tab for later so I can check this out.
1: <laughs> awesome. Let's go over to Fee. Fee, you're obsessed with Oh, Fee's on the phone. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Out of that transition.
0: <laughs> um Fee has currently transformed into Theodore Tugboat for this part. <laughs> Okay, she's re-transformed into Fee. Hello, Fee. Welcome back.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Alright. I don't know why you transformed.
0: Oh, shit. That is crazy. Uh, That was uh, was the sound of Fee transforming back into Theodore Tugboat. And now Fee's back in her normal form again. Fee, stop doing that. (laughs) Mario is uh, praising the Pope over here. I think He's dying. I don't know what's going on. I think the Pope cursed him. <laughs> the Pope, uh, they, he, I think he, he I saw know. the check. I think I'm turning into Wolf. Whatever the name of that star was. <laughs> uh, Mario All is right. getting the check. How this is very I chaotic.
1: That because I do not remember how I ended that sentence. Uh,
0: you just transitioned to Fee and said, "Hey, Fee, uh, I'm going to move it over to you." Oh, a okay. Fee, you're. you're no, you so it,
3: it was more like, Fee, you're a fan of. Yeah. Okay. That's- yeah.
1: All right, let's go over to Fee. So you're a big fan of crime slash mystery. I know you love Nancy Drew games, Sherlock, that kind of vibe, right?
2: Absolutely.
1: How do you feel about Shakespeare?
2: I love it. To be or not to be. That is the question. Whether <laughs> tis nobler
1: what if nobler than mine... I t- Continue. <laughs> yeah. What if I told you that there's an audio drama... About the solving of mysteries that each season is a vague reference to a Shakespeare play.
2: I love it already.
1: So the podcast is called Arden, and it's a podcast about uh, two women making a true crime podcast. Mm -hmm. So there's a podcast within a podcast all about you know working to solve mysteries and each season is a different Shakespeare theme I'm not gonna say what the seasons are because I feel like it gives a little spoil to the mysteries but again Arden it's a true crime podcast within an audio drama it's so good it's so fun
2: sounds awesome
1: All right, Uh, Harv, what are your thoughts on thriller and horror stuff? I know you love Resident Evil.
3: Yeah, I I am a huge, huge fan of horror. There is not enough horror out there, in my opinion. Not enough good horror out there. And give me some of that thrills. Give me some of those thrills. Give me some of those thrills.
1: There's some pretty excellent horror audio dramas. One of the ones I think is the best introduction to, like, horror audio dramas is called Station Blue. Um, It's by... uh, Words. It's about a man who is kind of going through a rough time in his life and just needs to escape. Get out, get into a different environment so he applies to a job as the caretaker of a research facility in Antarctica and so he goes down to this facility all by himself to get it prepared for you know a bunch of researchers and he is alone suffering from mental illness and might not be so alone The atmosphere of this audio drama is incredible. The sound design is horrifyingly good.
3: That just sounds my anxiety just went up the roof.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just imagine
3: myself at like a facility like Antarctica. Oh my god, that would be horrifying. That sounds awesome. So that that actually sounds really really cool though. That sounds that's like something that you like. That I would love to like just kind of not experience myself, but experience in like a format kind of type thing. Mm -hmm. Like if it's yeah, it's a beautiful story.
1: It touches on themes of mental illness, dealing with heartbreak, and you know, being alone, but maybe not so alone in the middle of nowhere it's beautiful i think you would love it
0: i uh it's fun because uh i i hope that a lot of the the the, some of the audio dramas that you discussed like especially the one that you told frank they're very similar to premises that i've seen before but i'm excited to see like what you can do with the audio form of how to tell those stories like you know like it's very much like aliens or even like uh moon which is a great movie i'm very curious of how like the sound details that will add to this sort of drama and how they'll take it and where they go with it. So that sounds really cool.
1: Yeah, and Mario, you're a big fan of comedy, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like uh, most of the podcasts, if they're not like a gaming or film related, it's either a, it's a comedy thing. So like, how did this got made? Uh, Doug loves movies or uh, comedy, Bang Bang or anything like that, some stand up stuff. But I'm very curious. There's like an audio, like an, like a like a drama of some sort. Is that what they have? Okay.
1: Yeah, so there's this show called Greater Boston, and it's kind of more of a sitcom comedy style show. And it's the story of a, in Boston, there is a specific train line that wants to become an independent, like, sex sector in the city so it's this train line that keeps running but tries to petition to become independent within boston and it's just a blend of all these different people's stories and their experiences, what brings them to this red line. And it's just so lighthearted and fun and comical, just hearing all these different stories and all of these different experiences. And I think it's definitely your vibe.
0: That's interesting. For a second there, I was like (laughs) thinking that the uh, train line was sentient. But you're saying it's sort of like the people (laughs) on the train?
1: (laughs) No, it's the story of the people on the train. Got it, got it, got it. (laughs) Now the idea for a sentient train line would make a great audio drama.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I want like a dirty uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, just <laughs> CTA or you know public transportation uh, comedy show. It's pretty funny.
1: That would be great. Um, let's see what we have next. Let's go back to Frank. I know oh. you're a big Marvel comics fan, right?
0: Yeah, I I read basically any comic book uh, anywhere. Um, I read a lot of Image, I read a lot of DC, Marvel. Basically, if there's a good story to be had, I'm probably reading it.
1: There's a podcast called Marvels that's based on the graphic novel by Hmm. Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross.
3: And it takes
1: place after the Fantastic Four's battle with Galactus. Mm-hmm. And just talking about the impact of you know superheroes on existing in a city yeah. And so it's based on the story. I will have to say Marvel's is the only one I recommended so far that does not have transcripts available. So if that's something you need, just know that that does not exist for the show
0: yeah, but or, it,
1: or it's just it like, is based on a real comic that you can. Yeah. it is based on a real yes. comic yeah but it takes that comic book feel which is you know such a vivid imagery kind of vibe and turns it into audio in a really beautiful way and i think you would really enjoy it
0: i'm definitely gonna check it out um marvels is a very great book um i i really do hope that they don't have the other version of marvels i don't remember what it's called I think Mario knows there's a really Marvel's is really cool because it has like this really great like upbeat superhero feel and it makes it props up superheroes. They all have like really nice looking stances and stuff like that. Alex Ross does an insane job of making them just kind of look like gods almost. And then um Marvel then made Ultimatum, but we are not it's not Ultimatum, no, it's the other book. I don't remember what it's called. You know what I'm talking about. The Ben Yurick uh, book where uh, everything's too realistic yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about this is definitely separate because it's uh the character exists within ben Yurik's stuff which is kind of mm-hmm. cool but it is interesting because uh, you know and you know i assume Sly knows this from the audio it's very much like ground level perspective um mm-hmm. where it is from the person's point of view not the gods like the damage is happening around them as you know the the character is sort of interacting around the world and i'm very curious how they do that when they explain it you know via like sort of this um audio drama where it's it's you know wing bang boom but it's 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 told from the perspective of almost like um how can I describe it like like a like a civilian in a Godzilla film you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's so ground ground yeah
1: it it very much focuses on the perspective of the non-powered folks in this universe and how they kind of have to cope with everything that's going on around them
0: I always hoped that they would take that concept and actually like, like since it's an audio drama that they could tell more than just this one person's story. That'd be kind of cool if they decided to do like sequelizing it and just be like, this is how the world works. Kind of like in a world war Z kind of sense where the book is very much told from other people's perspectives of this world war Z. So I don't know, but very cool.
1: Yeah. It's really great. All right. So Fee. Yes. How do you feel about musicals?
2: You know how I feel about Hamilton.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that is very strongly. Well, musicals in the audio drama sphere aren't many, surprisingly. But there are some really solid ones out there. And one of my favorites that's just like a solid story, music, everything is called In Strange Woods. And this is the story of a reporter coming to this town after a tragic accident within the town. It's a very, like, small, tight-knit community, mm-hmm. and they're dealing with this loss and the perspective of how different people sort of rebuild and move on. Okay. And so it's the sort of outsider perspective on this town as they're exploring, like... Themes of grief and relationships and, like, growing up Mm -hmm. with beautiful music.
2: That that just... Yeah? Oh, no, I was just going to say that sounds right up my alley. It,
1: It Yeah, it just ties the story beats together so well. Like, the music never feels jarring or out of place it just blends into the story and enhances the experience and it's probably one of the best musical audio dramas in my opinion
2: no honestly that like i would definitely check that out um i, I will admit when i heard like <laughs> the title i'm like is it like into the woods because that's a fantastic <laughs> musical and I'm all about that. Um, even though I was slightly let down for a moment because it, I found out it was not into the woods. I'm still very much on board and I'll definitely have to check it out.
1: It is definitely not the vibe of Into the Woods, which is very upbeat and happy. It's definitely, you know, exploring the forests and the woods around them that caused a loss of a kid in the community and how they rebuild their relationship with the wilderness around them. But it's, on the quality of <laughs> Into the Woods. <laughs> Not necessarily the themes at all.
2: Fantastic.
1: So those are my introductory podcasts for getting into audio dramas. If you want a full recommendation document, I have one. I uh, will link it in all of the places that you can find this. But... I understand looking at that giant list of podcasts can be very overwhelming, so I just wanted to give our audience a quick introduction into a couple different genres so that they can maybe find their new favorite podcast.
2: Awesome. Thank
0: you so much, Sly, for all those recommendations. Those are all really cool. I'm definitely excited to check out the uh, Kirby 6 uh, Marvels just to see what it's like, because I have read that book, so that actually sounds pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, thank you so much. That is a, a pretty interesting, uh, different thing that not a lot of people uh, take into account when it comes to podcasting, right? They'll think of like a news podcast or, you know, like a uh, gossip or their favorite celebrity. The fact that there can be narratives, I think, is actually really, really sweet. And somehow I'm uh, in the air putting my hand uh, on a wall. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how to explain that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, again, thank you so much. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. I know that we uh, normally do listener questions, but I think we're running out of time. Uh, I want to thank, obviously, everyone that has uh, continued to listen to us. Uh, we've made it to 10 episodes. That is,
1: Woo! Woo!
0: That is a feat for oh! some people.
1: Digit. Digits.
0: Get some. Get some. Yo we, yo, we double digits. You know what I'm saying? We're so, only 42
3: uh, weeks away from a year. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go. <laughs> let's,
0: keep it, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. And uh, yeah, I, I obviously... Uh, i'm gonna go ahead and uh let's uh let's say where we we're gonna where we're gonna find us fee where can we find you
2: well you can find me here you can find me over at twitch and on twitter over at Zoranix. you can find me bi-weekly sometimes over at speaking of stadia this week they announced that they're going to be working um in partnership with Stadia Source, which is a website where you can get all your Stadia news, which is fantastic, um, and great group of people. They've been super welcoming, um, and it's been super awesome to meet a bunch of new people who are also like mine when it comes to Stadia, which is great. Um, also, this week, I'm going to be on <laughs> Marvel Monday over with the penultimate conquest where we talk about the fifth episode of the newest series currently over on disney plus so yeah
0: that's very very cool definitely everyone check those out uh sly where can we find you on the internet
1: you can find me at everyone on the internet at Selectful MC. uh you can find me on pip obviously check out all our socials at point in progress and hopefully send good vibes uh for the project i'm auditioning for Woo.
0: fantastic harv where can we find you on the net
3: you can find on the net you can find me at beard and the hair everywhere except youtube which is beard and the hair gaming uh i just recorded a pot or i just uploaded a podcast with the one and only joe medforce I don't know if a lot of people know about him, but he's a great, great UK streamer, awesome content creator over there. Um, guy has a lot of passion, and I love to see it. I love to see it. So that that went out today, that and then I'll have a new episode up for for next week. But uh, yeah, yeah, I I want a wanna...
0: wonderful TikToker as well.
3: Fantastic. Yeah, I love his yeah. I want to I want to throw everybody over to that video at least because he is a great, great person. Just just a personality wise, and just as a as a person, he is great. No, for sure.
0: Uh, I uh, I think Frank Frank are you good? I oh, know I think Frank is dead guys. I think we've done it. We've we killed off Frank.
3: <laughs> now I he's two blocks that I just <laughs> go around in a circle. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's, he's the PlayStation. Oh no! Oh oh! Is oh he back? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, I no. can hear you. Uh, oh, there he oh, there, there he is. No, that was weird. That, that was weird. I could I could still hear you guys and I can talk, but then it was you weren't hearing me. And I oh, think my yeah. thing was frozen as well. Yeah. Well. So this now. is why this is why I bought a new computer. You know? No. So this doesn't happen. <laughs> well, uh, well, go ahead and tell us where can we find you now. When is your next album gonna drop? Uh, my next album's gonna drop uh when when I when I get off when when I get off for uh, murder. Okay. Sounds good. Um. But anyway, uh, I you can find me on Twitch at now, Kestrel One A. Or I will, next week, definitely be uh, going through some Resident Evil games. I'm trying to get them all done before Resident Evil 8 comes out. I really am trying. It's just so many busy things happening right now. Um, you can also find me at Twitch. No, sorry, at Twitch. At Twitter, at Kestrel1A now. Um, and that is Kestrel Number is Kestrel1A. For sure. You got to keep it. So when we eventually get Twitter verified, you know, because we'll be famous... Uh, you know you can't change it, so if you change it, you lose that check mark. I like this name. I like this name a lot better. It's, it rolls off the tongue better. Uh, I felt like every time I had to say venom unfit snake, I, uh, there was just so many words there. So many words. A lot of words. <laughs> lot of words. Uh, I felt I, even when I had to t- type it out, I felt like I was writing a goddamn essay. <laughs> so now we're. This is a lot easier. Rolls off the tongue.
2: <laughs> I <laughs> mean, new... once again, you could just type it.
0: I know, for you. and if he's working on a logo for me nice nice. yeah that's awesome yeah uh hit you up can fee find... for your graphic designs yes go ahead definitely uh kill it she, she made this uh she made the remake obviously of our newest le- uh, layout that we've had so thank you so much for doing that uh you can find me at your local Boca de beppo uh where <laughs> i uh, love to sit at the boat table and uh love the spaghetti so definitely uh, you can catch me there. Uh, you can also find me at twitter.com slash that Mario Rivera. You can also find me at uh, twitch.tv slash that Mario Rivera. Whenever I decide to uh, play games live anymore, I think I've quit. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you can always obviously find all of us here right here at the point in progress podcast, where we are thinking critically about things that we love and uh, to let you all know that progress has been made.
3: back.